heavy track today. Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker vibes. I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips in Tab's new race feed. Tab, we're on. What are you really gambling with? On radio, digital radio, the app and streaming. RSN's Racing Pulse. Zaki's the leader, 100 left to go. Dom shoot coming though. Dom shoot. McDonald lifting Zaki. Dom shoot lunging. They went to it. Nothing in it. Nothing in it whatsoever. It might be Dom shoot. Maybe it's Dom shoot to know Zaki. Well, Jay Mack may be one of the best in the world and got Romantic Warrior home against the best jockeys like Ryan Moore in Hong Kong on Sunday. But he couldn't outgun Jared Noski in the Group 1 on Saturday because it was Jared who got the better of Jay Mack and Zaki with Dom to shoot in uh, the last bound of the Northerline. It's great to catch up with Jared this morning. Good morning, Jared. Congratulations. Good morning and thank you very much. So uh, you've got one over J-Mac. Uh, that sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Yeah, um, I'll take it. Did you say anything to him after the race? No, I wasn't sure. He was, um, he was, he was very congratulative um, when we were back in the rooms. So, um, he's a great sportsman. Um, but then, uh, I wasn't sure after the race, so I didn't say much. Yeah, so what went through your mind when you hit the line? I didn't really think I'd got there. Um, yeah, I knew it was close, but I was just, just praying and praying, and yeah, when I found out, it was over the moon. So uh, do you get told by um, the clerk of the course? How do you actually find out at Ascot when you're in a in a head-bobbing finish? Um, does another jockey yell it out to you? When did you realise that you'd actually won your very first Group 1 race? Because um, the barriers were at the 1,800 metre start, just off to the side of the track, so all the attendants were there, and as I was cantering back, they all started yelling at me. Start with, I thought, I hope I'm hearing them right. And um, yeah, and they all join in yelling, and I thought, oh, uh, that's when I found out, yeah. It, it sounds like it's a very popular local win. Have you been blown away by the reaction? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, sort of messages and calls and stuff I've got. And, um, yeah, it is popular, and especially for Jake and Sean as well. Um, mm. you know, they've been around forever, and Sean's yeah, very well known. And Wally Daly, it's just long-time industry participants, so it's great for all of them. Well, your family's very well known in, in racing uh, over there as well. So uh, you've been a- able to match the deeds of the old man, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, I never, never, it's not something, it's not something you always want to do, but you, you sort of, you never think, oh, you know, it's definitely going to happen. So to tick it off is a, a big thrill. And how was your dad, Jeff, and the whole family after Saturday? Yeah, ecstatic. It was great having Dad there and um, Mum was there as well. So, um, yeah, no, it was just a great feeling. Did you think that this moment had passed you by because um, you'd basically uh, gone to another area of pre-training and breaking in, hadn't you? Yeah, I'd pretty, I'd, I'd pretty much um, retired for good, I thought. Um, I had a couple of years off and, um, yeah, just sort of started to think about it a lot more and thought, oh, I'm probably too young to retire for good and um, just sort of dip my toe in the water again and then got into it full time. And I sort of, yeah, you told me a couple of years ago that I was going to win a group one, I wouldn't have believed you. <laughs> so what was it that, first of all, made you decide to go into uh, semi-retirement or retirement and then the itch to make a comeback? Um, I've always been heavy um, and I probably didn't manage it well. I always tried to ride lighter um, before I stopped. 
um, had, had a few injury problems and stuff, and but his body wasn't feeling great, and just wanted to sort of eat and live like a normal person. Um, and yeah, I think over a couple of years, a couple of years off, I sort of ate enough and drank enough and thought, oh, <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's not the be all and end all. Sort of got back into it, and I'm I'm mainly riding heavy now, so I'm managing managing a lot better. What did your weight get to in that little break? Um, probably 62 to 64 I was walking around. I was still pretty active, obviously, but um, now I just try and keep it at 57. I can ride lighter if I have to, but at 57 regularly. Mm. And are you still doing um, a bit of pre-training and braking on the side, or is it now 100% full-time in the jockey sphere? No, the last six, seven months it's just been riding uh, races full-time. Um, it's probably something I would go back to when I retired properly for good. Um, it's it's pretty it's a good way to stay in the industry and um but yeah i think i've got a few years left in me yet how did you get the ride on dom um just co- uh, got a call up last sunday um and just had to sort of let him know straight away if i could ride him and because i was going to fish around over east through jockey and um but my man- manager said not yet he's he's taking the ride he'll take the ride so it was good well, he's been in ripping form, and uh, Saki in the race probably dominated proceedings. But he was, when you look at his last few runs, probably a little overlooked at twenty to one in the race, and he was super strong. I know he's entered this weekend. Is he going to back up and and drop back in distance in the Ollie? He is, yeah, yeah. So he's um, he's accepted for that. Um, he's got a, you know, two starts to go over the fourteen. He only just got beat. Um, it was a great run, so. You know, dropping back in distance, he, he might find a little bit short, but he's, he's a class horse, so, um, yeah, I was probably wouldn't want to swap him for anything else, really. Well, you get to ride another $1.5 million race. You must be pinching yourself at the moment. Yeah, definitely. Um, got to break in a lot of horses to earn, to earn on the weekend, so <laughs> a lot easier. Uh, and... and the build-up to this weekend as well, you'd be wrapped because uh, no doubt the uh, the Oliver family and your family have been riding around in WA for so many years to be there for Damien's farewell and to, to ride in the race named in his honour the very last um, big day, the Damien Oliver Gold Rush, and have a winning chance in it. Uh, no doubt every jockey that's involved is going to remember that for a long time. Definitely, yeah. It is, it's really cool to be involved. You know, I grew up with posters of Northerly and Damien Oliver on my wall as a kid. Mm. Um, they were the, my heroes. And to be riding against him, having him, have him here, and he's just such a good down-to-earth bloke. Um, I'm, yeah, it's, it's good that they're pumping it up and making, making uh, giving him the send-out he deserves. What was he like? Because that was his final Group 1 ride on Saturday. Yeah, same as always, just professional Ollie. He, um, yeah, it is great having him in the room. It's a good person to look up to. Yeah, uh, he, he come over and give you a, a good congratulations, no doubt. Yeah, yep, yeah, he did. Uh, and the other piece of your history that uh, a lot of, um, I suppose, trivia buffs would know is your early connection to Black Caviar. Do you look back on those days now with a, a great sense of pride that you were there at the start of one of the greatest horses we've ever seen in Australian racing? Yeah, definitely. I think it gets a bit... Um bit better as, it, as time goes on, but really. Um, you know, at the time, she wasn't black caviar that we know now. So, yeah, as, as it goes on, and sort of appreciate it more and more that um, what an opportunity it actually was to, to have ridden there. How did that come about, riding black caviar in her first couple of wins? Um, Luke, I was on loan to Peter Moody, and Luke went up to Sydney or Brisbane or something for um, maybe Typhoon Tracy or whatever other 
good horses that Pete had at the time. And so, um, yeah, I got to take her around. Do you remember when Pete booked you or you were about to jump on for a first ride, what he said about um, the ability of her? Yeah, he told me that. I think then in the morning he told me she'd be winning and then when he legged me up, he said, hold on. <laughs> and what was the feel that she gave you like? Um, I just remember how big she was. She wasn't like a two-year-old. Um, she was like riding an old, old, you know, five or six-year-old mature horse. So, no, it's just something else. Well, those first two wins, uh, at Flemington she won by five lengths and then at Caulfield in the Blue Sapphire, it was just like a, a, a working gallop, yet she won by six. Did did you know you were going that fast when you were on board her? No, I don't think so, no. I think she felt that big and smooth. But, um, yeah, you know, you only knew how far in front you were. Well, uh, you've forever got that piece of history. You've forever got the history of a Group 1 win on Dom to shoot as well. So uh, looking ahead this week, because you've been picking up some good rides now, um, you're a bit of an informed jockey over there. Have you got a few that we should be following this week? Um, yeah, I've, got, I've only got a few rides. Six on Wednesday, um, a couple of nice chances. A uh, horse called Lost Gravity. He won his maiden not long ago, and I don't mind him. And um, Yeah, a few up, nice up-and-comers. Uh, over the next few weeks, but yeah, it's just getting getting some good support. It's really good. Absolutely. Uh, and are you going to be a trainer in the long run, or are you uh, at the end of your jockey career going to go back just to pre-training and breaking in? Um, probably just pre-training and break in. Really, so, um, yeah, I think training training's pretty hard, pretty competitive sort of interesting to get into. So yeah, I enjoy breaking in and the young horses. So. That's probably what I'll end up doing. Well, Jared, congratulations. Uh, winning your first Group 1 on the weekend with Dom to shoot, and we'll get to see you and Dom back in action in the Ollie on Saturday. Awesome. Thanks a lot, mate. Cheers. Jared Noski. Uh, what a career he's had with the first two wins on Black Caviar. Um, giving the game away because of his weight and then coming back and getting that ultimate Group 1 victory on Saturday.